Hello and welcome to Ivanka and Michael's grand podcast. Mental. Which is it's not called that because of the intrusive R. <laughs> Hello, Ivanka and Michael. There's no R. Um, it's a weekly companion podcast to the Team Human podcast and also the Guilty Feminist podcast because we mostly talk about that stuff now. My name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. This week we're going to talk about how to... I guess, find and maintain enthusiasm. How to maintain enthusiasm even though you're old. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds delightful. It's going to be... Well, yes, I think it's the beginning of the year. It's very cold here. It just hit, like, minus one today. It's too cold. I think I'm vitamin D deficient. Even though it's been a very successful and productive week on both of our parts, for some reason this morning I'm just like, oh wait, well, yeah. How, how do we, how do we, keep, how do you keep going after? How do you kind of find that excitement that drives you forward without resorting to psychoactive drugs? How's it going, Ivanka? It's going pretty well, I think. Uh, This morning, I woke up having had a proper night's sleep, which just makes everything a lot easier. Mm. Uh, I've taken on a little bit too much this week because, of course, this is the week that I uh, issued forth my Trumpiversary offering. Mm. And so on top of being week two on a new contract... And the Brighton Restaurant Awards about to launch, so therefore there's a lot of work for that. And having a small child and generally life, I also found some time to record uh, some reflections on two years post-Trump accidentally tweeting me. Mm. So, yeah. Donald Trump didn't notice there wasn't a space. Yeah. I mean, you look, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just so, it, it's, it's maybe, you know, I know we talk sometimes about this tangent. Sometimes we talk about perfection and da, da, da. But I think there are some roles and people who aren't allowed to make mistakes, like leaving a space out of a tweet. <laughs> it's like, I can do that because I'm not the president of the United States of America. The president of the United States of America needs to know how to spell hamburgers if that's what he's going to go and feed a football team <laughs> at least one of his team should go back and like yeah you know, someone should be on that he's got people <laughs> he has got people he should <laughs> dictate to somebody who can spell hamburgers <laughs> that was well, funny yeah, but then they might fact check him <laughs> i mean yeah. why is it a thousand now sir <laughs> It's just a thousand now because I'm bored of three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> but equally, there's a sort of there's a certain charm to seeing that he is but a human. <laughs> is there? Well, I mean, it's the problem is that you know we used to be governed by deities and now we're just governed by idiots <laughs> because we know a lot more about them. <laughs> we, okay. we know that they're not special. <gasps> Oh, I emailed somebody, a journalist person in, who's a British person who lives in America yesterday with a link to my Trump anniversary thing, sort of did a, could you retweet please? And his reply was, 
there's a government shutdown here and Brexit over there. It's like an Anglophone race to the bottom at the moment. Yeah. Um, I can't, <laughs> can't wait to uh, fly next week. I'm flying to San Francisco on Monday so and back on the on Friday night. And there's a government shutdown in the US. There's, I don't know, apparently some sort of Brexit-related shenanigans going on at British airports. And it's like... Hopefully it's just long queues and not, not something worse. Um, it is a shock. What a mess. I was thinking this morning whether I want to be here at the moment. <laughs> I could just go and live in... Blank state here. Yeah. Make a new place. Go and live in Hedzegovina. At least I've got some soil there. I can plant some plants and mm. eat them. Maybe have a chicken mm. for some eggs. <laughs> We've got some soil out the front. The weeds are starting to poke up. And I was thinking, like, I really need to just get some miscellaneous vegetable seeds and just chuck them in there and just, like... Get, the get one of those that... bee seed bomb things. Get one of them. Seed bombs? That's what they're... Yeah. Okay. They're, like, bee-friendly flowers. So it'll be a bit... Wild. It'll look generally like a selection of pretty weeds, but it will okay. look pretty. should do. Okay. Do that and yeah. save the bees. Save that the bees. That could be my... Uh, I can get a point for that. Yeah, you <laughs> You can definitely have a point for Save the Bees. Uh, and how are you, Michael? I'm all right. I finished off my blank, my first blank state video this week, which was an awful lot more work than I was expecting, but I really did sort of spend a lot of time on the yeah. polish and the fit and finish, and I just wanted all the details right. <laughs> I was doing, like, uh, had to figure out and blend out to do, like, fluid simulations to make an island rise out of the sea and top of all my little kind of book paper simulations and all that, and then all the motion, and, and ended up sort of spending a lot more time on the music than I was expecting, because after... But mainly because after last week we were talking about music, I thought, yeah, I've got to make the music good, so... I sort of wrote a little song. It's like, I have not got time for this. But I just kept <laughs> kept pushing through. And in the end, the task list was checked off. And then I immediately published it. I didn't even wait. I was like, right, this is finished. Publish. So that's out there. I, and then I've been trying to pay for some Facebook ads because, again... Uh, we've just got to play the game, but I, I'm sort of like dealing with all their kind of, if this is related to politics or matters of national importance, you have to do extra steps. So To prove that you you're know, not a Dominic Cummings. Dominic <laughs> Cummings is much like the way Russell Brand ruined the BBC for everyone. Dominic Cummings ruined Facebook advertising for everyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you see, your, 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 the output, your video, uh, your... Your call to arms, your whatever it is, was it was pixel perfect, I'd say. <laughs> like, you know, if, if if we're talking about two different outputs, if you compare our outputs side by side this <laughs> week, there is we have taken a very different approach to getting some sort of message out into the world. Let's talk about things that can harm our enthusiasm, shall we? Yes. How to maintain enthusiasm. Number one, in the face of an apathetic internet and or uh, critical internet. So um, in music, I will, you know, spend a week on a track, get very excited about it, put it online, and then the first negative comment I hear can often result in a course correction that lasts a year rather than having that kind of thick skin and uh, 
<laughs> kind of keep pushing through, keep going. Like, um, and I think part of that is just when you're doing something on your own and you're not quite sure what it is that has value to what you're doing. Or there's just that thing if you think, wow, this is going to really change some minds. This is going to make everyone sit up and pay attention. And then you put something out and it's like, eh. No one notices. It's the same. Uh, you know, I put up my blank state video. It's the same four people still. And like, I need to, I'm, I'm pay, I finally should, the ads should start today. It's been this approval thing, but it's still the same four people commenting on it. Literally four. Or are you just ish. using that for illustrative no, it's purposes? It's like four ish. It's like you, Christian. <laughs> You know, a couple of other people that might click like that always click like. Graham always clicks like on anything I do, maybe comments. And it's like there's one or two. And it's really it's the it's more like the people that I have most recently talked to in real life. But it's like and maybe one person has come out of the woodwork and clicked like or another person has commented. I'm exaggerating. Maybe two or three people have commented on it that haven't engaged with previous stuff I've done but it's it still sort of feels like that tiny bubble but what you just said there it's like people that I've talked to recently in real life I think there's this that's why I wonder about this podcast how interesting is it how much are we relying on people who know us Mm. filling in the blanks that they want to fill in in order to listen and how different is it to somebody who's never met us in person never interacted with us when we're not recording a podcast yesterday i spent emailing people that i know links to the thing that i made i know you do that as well going hi da, da, da. not really but i do just, i'm like yeah. listen to my thing because <laughs> yeah. i think we do know enough about both art politics, policy making, the world, music, news, to know that most of the things that get attention get attention from a sort of serendipitous combination of things that have got absolutely nothing to do with quality and effort. Yeah, of course. That's so, you know, so therefore, but you kind of have to, in that, you know, we've spoken about luck before and creating the more, the more people you put something in front of, the more chance there is that it will hit somebody that then it takes off. But this is this is the thing. This is like our habits are different. This is what I was saying before. Like you send someone an email saying, hey, look at this thing I made, um, expecting generally to get some positive reaction from it. Whereas I, as soon as I've finished something, I'm sort of, I'm happy with it. And all it feels like is if I send someone a message is I'm just risking them finding some hole in it and ruining my day. Uh, which is it's like a bad habit. I, I, I am getting a bit sick of me going into this mode on the podcast as well, of me kind of starting to go, oh, my, my psychology is annoyingly damaged. So maybe I don't want but to talk know, about that. But, no, but when a person does user research, mm. uh, there is a huge amount of power in the setup of the research and the formats of the questions. Right. So, and the first thing we do when we're talking to people about what we do, or the first thing we do when we're teaching someone how to do user research is to teach them to not say, if you actually want to find out as unbiased as possible, is you, and we always use the example, so this isn't like marketing where we go, hey, look at my thing, isn't it lovely? Don't you like Mm -hmm. it? Then people have to, you know, they're sort of being invited to respond positively. So as a user researcher, I know when I'm doing user research, 
to keep that leading line of questioning out of it. But when I want somebody to look at something I've done, I totally want to bias them. It's like, hey. Lead them into the <laughs> Lead them you into life. I do think about that sometimes. Like, I think sometimes you just, you can get people to say what you want them to say to you. We're not, we're not yeah. talking about manipulating. You know, going back to our conversation last week where we talked about manipulation and or whatever it was about politics and persuasion and all that sort of stuff. It's like, obviously, I wouldn't send my video to a Guardian journalist if I thought it was shit. <laughs> so, so obviously, but I, you know, I have no reason. There is nothing about my approach to the world, I think, that invites somebody like that to go, why don't you stick your video up? <laughs> They're going to go, I'm sorry, I can't do anything with, with it, but thank you very much for sending it to me. It's like, you know, I don't have an expectation of action, but I do. Well, it's not, but that's the thing. It's like, you got you got you know you shared your uh, reply from your Guardian columnist today yesterday and um, and it was like they wrote a paragraph a respectful paragraph to you thanking you for doing it whereas like at the end of last year I wrote a hundred emails to different sort of people it was like a music industry thing I was like right I'm going to do this hundred rejection thing I got maybe like three replies. And obviously there must have been something wrong with my email or it was just the sort of context where you're not really, you can't really expect any replies. But, you know, you get to a certain point where it's like, what, it's the apathy that kills you. I think this is a skill, like setting up, leading people to the sort of answer you want is something I don't know how but, to think about and definitely your expertise as a user researcher is something I should try and farm right now <laughs> but, farm but also going back to the word the the respectful thing so the reason I emailed that particular journalist is because when they interviewed me they were very respectful of me mm. and the article that they wrote was very respectful of my views and represented me. There was no trickery or manipulation or anything. It was just like, yeah. I've interviewed this woman. She said these things. Here they are. You know, I was, I was very grateful that he had mm. done that. I was very happy that he'd done that because, you know, if you, there were other articles that were took a different view and took a different approach. So obviously I'm not going to seek to engage them. I mean, like, if you're going to assume that somebody like me, who in the world of that trump anniversary thing, I have no power, I'm nothing, I'm nobody. Mm. If you're going to take this opportunity to actually push me lower... Then I have no reason to play were with you. Were people doing that? What were they? Well, were it's, they... I, it's, does, uh, there was a couple of articles where they were just, you know, doesn't, you know, doesn't matter. They're, I mean, they're not something that keeps me awake at night. They were just mm. like, okay, if that's how you want to play, I'm not going to play with you. <laughs> mm. Whereas somebody who was very respectful of me. So when I drop and drop the email, it's friendly, it's respectful, totally appreciate that there's no, it's just a punt. I don't have any expectation. And he's phoned me in between to, to ask me to comment on something else. And really? I was, again, I was like, look, I'd love to help you, but actually I don't have, you know, so so it's not cold calling at all by yeah, any stretch yeah, yeah. of the imagination. So however very uh, light touch our interactions have been, I feel like he's always been respectful of me and therefore I'm always going to be respectful of him. Mm. So it's not. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, so yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same. 
how to maintain enthusiasm. You get, it's, it comes back to that energy flow of people, the more... So I get my energy from the practice and the craft and the problem-solving of creating something. Right? So how am I going to render out these bubbles correctly? How am I going to figure this thing out? How am I going to get this to work? But the reason that once it's out there, it stops is because I have this slight nervousness, this trepidation about going and seeking feedback or like showing it to people on an individual level. But then if I was doing that as you do it, I would actually be getting energy from those interactions, which would spur me on, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. So I'm not harvesting that energy. I'm well, not like going, I'm kind of stopping at the, the thing that I can reliably know. I know technology, I know how that works. But when it comes to the sort of people feedback, it's, it's a bit more unknown. Although the, the fucking frustration of working with a computer is like, can't be better than people. But I mean, with my the audio recording of that, I shared the Google, when I was writing, so obviously I wrote a, a, a text I shared it with you I also shared it with my sister who yeah. gave some and I, I did adjust it a bit based on what she was saying like for example she kept I kept saying planet earth a lot and she was like that's too distant I don't think about my planet earth I think about my home so you know I did a bit of that and then I but I also then when I'd recorded the audio and I'd got the I'd sent it to a few people but I was like I'd like some feedback but just to put it in context I've got no time for a direction change <laughs> so yeah. this is what I'm doing can you think of a way to make this better and I really mm. I've had no shame in sending it to a few people who I know like one you know one very good friend of mine's got a big you know big big following online I was like you know is there anything here that was going to stop you from sharing this and right. then the video itself, I had no time for that feedback. All I did, I, one of my this friends said to me, I think you could make it a bit more, you know, more powerful if you added some images. And I thought, I, I've, I think that, but I don't know where to start and I don't have time. So she gave mm -hmm. me a list of ideas. So right. I didn't have to then go, because I literally drew a, a blank. I was like, oh, pfft, uh, <laughs> and, you know, and she just went, well, for example, this, this and this. You've got pictures of that. Oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, I can do that. And so, and then I, you know, Nick and I spent another hour at eleven o'clock at night trawling through photos and laying them out. But I, I, I was like, I only want feedback on this. Please don't yeah. tell me it's a shit idea because I'm going to put it out anyway. So I don't really care if you think it is. That's not, just like mm. there's, I'm not going to act on that. I will act on something that tells me how to make what I what I'm going to do better. Mm. So, like, with your blank state video, which I genuinely think is very perfect, it, it made me think I was... I watched uh, the animation made me smile because of the way it connected to the words. The music at the end made me smile. I thought, this is brilliant uh, and, it, and well played because it's fun. The shut up, this is going to be easy, worked very well. Maybe that's another thing. You're not... You're, you've done it and you don't want me to go, oh, to be clear, I will tell you whatever I think. But with your video, I genuinely, my response really was what I sent, said to you, which was that I loved it um, and I had no thoughts on how to make it better whatsoever. But when you're, when you're sending it to people, it is done. Yeah. 
it's done and done and so it's a you need you know like I'm not I'm not asking for feedback no. on the way like I did a couple of people like I sent the script to uh, but even then I said look I'm not necessarily looking for feedback on this because again I kind of had that feeling that you said it's like I can't I'm not going to change no. direction this is one thing that I'm doing and I kind of I can see a way that I can be productive using this approach like if there's something little that you think could be changed and you know but it, but maybe you need you know I don't know if you've ever had this with um like especially in agency land where everyone always jokes about leaving a big gold star in the middle of a document so the cl so the client knows exactly what to give feedback on yeah but and i think there's a touch of that i think you're i don't know how to let me play no, this no, no. out and then you yeah, can argue on. with it i think that i was thinking about your video and i was thinking right i mean the whole video invites engagement so the correct response to your blank state video is to go what well, i would really find so one of the statements in it that I found very powerful was the what life have you saved today with your taxes? Mm. Because that's a very positive thing. That's not, not like what bomb did you throw on Syria? Yes. Um, <laughs> which, mm. But they're good things. So the correct response really to somebody who has watched it would be, that would be amazing. Actually, I don't want to, I wouldn't want to know. It would freak me out to know. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know how to feel about that. But that's not a conversation starter. And maybe you don't yeah. leave enough unsaid. The reason I wanted to do this subject today is, like, I have got to this point on a project a hundred times in my life. And I don't really know how to push through. And this one, I really want to keep pushing through. But I have always, I kind of put something out and then I don't really know what to do next. And if it doesn't go viral, whatever the fuck that is, I sort of move on to the next thing. And I do not want to move on to the next thing. So I want to maintain enthusiasm for this thing. So in terms of, yeah, yes, I've got my way. I kind of try, I have a vision of what I want something to be that is quite clear. And the way I know I'm successful is if I've managed to do what was in my head. Yeah. Um, and then, but then it's like, well, you're talking a bit about feedback along the way, and that's something I should certainly be doing as I move forward with this stuff. Because then the people are teed up. Yeah, they've got a bit of a stake in it. They've got a bit of a... You know, hey, yeah. look at this thing that I contributed to or whatever. But, but actually, I think then you also need to think about what conversation... Are you looking for everyone to go... I'm exaggerating and don't, I know this isn't literally, but you just, are you looking, you know, like on the one extreme, it's like, yeah, that's brilliant. Let's do that. Uh, that doesn't go anywhere. Um, so you could see the conversation that is like, what would be the best thing about knowing where all of your, every penny of your taxes went? What would be the worst thing about knowing where every bit of your taxes went? Because those are questions I can answer without having yeah. to, create an essay because I mean one of the problems with everything you write you know and I go back a million times to that I'm sorry this letter is so long I didn't have time to yeah. write a shorter one thing but you know that that um my monologue that I wrote for my Trumpiversary it doesn't say everything 
Of course, you can't. And I think when, when we're trying to persuade somebody of something, you kind of want to go, and another thing, and I also know this, and don't argue with me about that because I have thought about it, but I just didn't have time to include it in my video. Da, da. And there's a sort of like defence. Look, I do, I do know what I'm talking about, but I've chosen only to talk about these things. Mm. Um, whereas actually with the, with the blank state idea of understanding where your, where your taxes go, or even with my video, you know, you could, I could seed from my monologue I could seed a what would be the easiest thing for you to change in your life today that would contribute to climate survival. Um, or and I could say, what would be the hardest thing for you to give up? Or how many days do you think you could be vegetarian or vegan a week? I think there's an angle of this, which is I kind of want to make my stuff airtight, yeah. which is a problem when you're inviting discussion. So I think what I've got to do is like, and bear, bear in mind, this was just supposed to be one. I thought this was going to take a week, not like three weeks or whatever. This was just supposed to be one quick idea to throw in there rather than like here is it. But I wanted it to look legit so that the the platform looked legit. But meanwhile, I have been putting a couple of other ideas up on there and 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 it's got a little bit of activity on it but you know not loads yet but i think one of the techniques that i wouldn't naturally do is ask a question where i kind of know what the answer is going to be or where i'm sort of anticipating but it's maybe it is like ask a question that you kind of know what most people are going to say but let them say it well there is this teaching method called the socratic method of teaching which is to ask questions and never provide the answers. And it has its downsides because people just end up like the, the, the illustration is if your parents keep going, and what do you think about that? And, and, and you know, the, the person being quote unquote taught will just keep answering until they provide the answer the person who is asking wants. Uh, so that's the downside of it. But this idea of asking questions as a way of teaching somebody what you already think is true or know to be true or no mm. is a valid way of doing it so it's not i don't know the art you know it's just a way of you know how would you go about this i can tell you the best mm. way to go about it but actually you need to work it out I guess if I was teeing it up as, okay, I kind of want people to say this sort of thing. I, I think in a way, the idea of you wanting to spark, spark a, a, a discussion is disingenuous in a, in a, you know, in a, in a kind of actually, no, you don't. You want pe to tell people what your ideas are and help them understand your idea, which they can then no, disagree I with. I want to design collaboratively, come up with a new way of like figure out between us yeah. what our goals are as a society, what everyone would agree to, what like what everyone would agree, healthcare that you don't have to worry about. Everyone can agree on that because we're mired in this. We argue about how all the time. But I think we don't really always know what we're shooting for. And actually, if we did, if all the parties were kind of yeah. shooting for more or less the same thing, the same standard of living, the same, then I think we would get out of this mud that we're in. So I, I'm honestly like that was just a little idea I had on a Saturday night. And maybe I've made a mistake by overproducing a video no 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 i don't think that's it. And like, but i think where there is a at the end of a discussion 
we can all agree that uni- you know universal healthcare for everybody is a good thing. But I don't think everyone's starting point is that I think their starting point might be that they want healthcare. But I don't think that everyone believes that healthcare for everybody is a good idea straight off the bat if you ask them. There's people out there that think a no-deal Brexit is a good idea or building a wall between... But do between... they, though? Like, but... but that's the point. You know, but like... these, are, these are implementations. Yes, so I'm they... just thinking, like, what is the vision of the world we would like to live in? If you could kind of get out of your I... habits, get out of this sort of, like... Coming from here, everything's couched in relative terms. It'd be, I would have £10 more a week, you know... This bullshit. And I think that's what's the the great thing about your video is it lays out this idea and it touches on lots of different bits of life and it opens up this concept of no 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 I don't want you spending that much on with weapons on my mm. with my tax no no mm. I'm one of those that wants universal healthcare for all here have another ten <laughs> I don't care <laughs> as long as it's joint but and or not but I think then you have to take people through your idea. That video does not, you know, it's 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 a starting point for people understanding your your thoughts or your conclusions. I think that's the interesting thing. It's like you've now got to take from your conclusion that you represent in your video. You've got to go back and go, you know, come with me. And, and that's that's the bit you achieve through the brainstorm and the discussion and the sharing and the feedback. and the, But it's like, I don't want you to feed back on the fact that you think my animations are shit. I want you to feed no, back no. on the fact that... I want to talk about the idea it's yeah, like for what so, it's worth. So, you know, seed the conversation that's about the, the... Or break it into the little bits. You know, you funded a fire engine. You funded a school. You did a thing. Like, what would your... If, if you were designing this, if this was up to you, what would be the different areas? Because even the way yeah, the ministries are lay out, laid out now, is that the way? Should it be weapons, yeah. education, health, whatever, roads? Should it be um, children, grown-ups, old people? Uh, should it be healthy people? For You know what I mean? Like... Should I be choosing the audiences for my tax or the roots? This is like the thing you stick at the top of the question you're asking to go, here's the context, and now let's ask this. And that. my ad, ads should be little polls and little like, things yeah. like that. They shouldn't I think be. You could go Look the, at this uh, video. But maintaining... Uh, now move on with your life. What you said earlier about, like, your you're very enthusiastic about understanding and learning the technology and that's where you get your enthusiasm from. Whereas I get mine from more from the talking to people. I, I think I would get just as much energy from talking to people if I was brave enough to bloody ask them. You know? I'm feeling very enthusiastic about your idea, talking to you mm. about it, having the chance to think about it. I don't know if that's a conversation you wanted to be having about your... Um, this is a this this podcast episode is a promo for blankstate.org. <laughs> but you know. A more specific way to ask the question that is the title of this podcast that is on my mind. That is the thing that I think we've discussed is how to maintain enthusiasm once you have done everything that you know how to do. Once you've reached the limits of your own imagination and cast out into the unknown and you're scared. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, like, how do you just like I, I? It's like the production phase. I'm like, I know exactly what I do. I've got my checklist. Now I'm just. It's like I've kind of left the atmosphere and I'm slowly spinning in a void. I don't know which direction to go. I don't know what to expect. Yeah. I don't know what. I know I had something in my brain that made me start doing it, but I can no longer see the steps to get there. So how can I possibly be enthusiastic when I don't know? And it, for the last year as well, I've been trying to think of an idea to do and so that I can use this immense amount of energy that I do have, immense amount of enthusiasm that I do have access to if I can just see where I'm going. Is it just faith? No. Is it just trust? Is it blind? I think it's ask, literally ask other people what to do next. It's like, what would you do next? Well, I think the word checklist I thought was very interesting because it's like no successful product, whatever it is, became successful without marketing. Hmm. Um, but what are the marketing steps? And this is what Nick keeps having a go at me about the podcast. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, right. you have to do these things week in, week out. And in fact, weirdly, when it's going really well, that's a good time to do more marketing. You've got all these activities. So I think it is asking other people what they... And I, I mean, I certainly... It's like bringing... I will go take it away from projects and talk about my child who <laughs> mm. this morning really drove me up the wall which is why she said granny knows everything <laughs> you mm. you must learn um because you know no, no item of clothing was what she wanted to wear she was looking for a specific thing in her head i don't know what it was but we weren't able to deliver on that mm. and da 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 but you know we got there in the end and we got to nursery and first of all i told the story to the head of her group at nursery and the uh, the the manager i was like and then she did this and then she said uh, and then they were sympathetic and were like well actually she's doing a good thing because what she's trying to do is da 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 and they were explaining to me and then on the way back i phoned my sister and I was like because my sister knows all about child rearing because she's does all these courses because she's fostering and then I was like honestly she because part of this morning getting her dress was she was kicking out because she didn't want to wear mm. what, and she kicked me in the face <laughs> I was Oof. like and I was like so I obviously that's not ideal uh, but I then I just was like I'm, I'm you've hurt me now and I'm going out of your bedroom for, for two minutes and I shut the door went outside and came back in but the, but then I tell my sister and my sister goes, hey, wow, well, you know, but there's a the bit of like sympathy. I understand that you're feeling beaten up because the child kicked you in the face. No, that wasn't. Mm. But, you know, in your scenario, I've I've done. And, you know, you're, I think sometimes you I think it's easy to underestimate how much energy goes into putting a thing out there. And you, there's always that. You talk about post-podcast depression or whatever. Like, mm. you've just done big, big push of energy out. And then there's, like, this deflated moment when you run out. Mm. Where you're like... <sighs> and I think there's a... I think, first of all, understanding that that's normal. I mean, yesterday morning, I was very, like... Why aren't the, you know, like, <laughs> I've put out a, a, a four-minute monologue. Surely the world should be on fire by now. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, does nobody want to hear my words? But I was like, uh, sort of, you know, come on, pull yourself together. But uh, so I had a go at, at telling it to a few people. But then there's the, I think, starting the conversation with, I don't know what to do next. What would you do? Mm. I've made a thing. 
I think it's good. What would you do with it? How would you take it to the next level? There's a couple of change. There is a, maybe it's too early to call it a trend, but things like Extinction Rebellion and the rebellion this i read this interview i don't know if i've said it on podcast before uh, i read this interview with one of the instigators is probably a better word or a commentator feminist commentator in poland because poland tried to ban abortions completely and they managed to by women protesting they managed to stop it going all the way they didn't completely take it off the table, but they, they have certainly limited the power of this law. And she was describing the fact that when they have protests in the capital where 30,000 of the liberal urban elite rock up or metropolitan elite or whatever they're called mm. in the papers, it doesn't really have as much power. But what they, what they allowed the creation of was a totally decentralised protest movement. So there might have been a village of 2,000 people where five women stood up with a banner and it was just everywhere. Mm. So however small it was, it was everywhere. Her analysis of that was that it made the politicians think, we don't know exactly who it is. There's mm. no leader. There's nobody to attack mm. or take down in terms of like, or discredit. You can't discredit on the metropolitan urban elite because these three women in this village over here have done it. And sort of mm. that lack of certainty around where the protest is going to come from or where the objection to the law is going to come from, she argued was much more powerful. Mm. So, and Extinction Rebellion has that too. Whilst there are some leading figures or some fire starters it's out of their hand. There's no like, it, it's just like they, they might organise a bit of a, have you thought about doing this or a how to, but there's no, there's no specific figurehead. There's no Martin Luther King. There's no mm. Gandhi. There's no, it's just like a thing that is being allowed to grow. What I was saying earlier about you arming your bubble, for each of us, our sphere of influence really is limited probably to the people we talk to in real life, which is what you said at the beginning mm. but if all those people I talk to in real life could stop and think about what they're going to do for the environment or everybody who you talk to in real life can start a conversation with somebody going well how would you do it I mean what do you think it'd be interesting to see where every single penny of your taxes went where do you think it goes today oh really I think mine go here you know you've armed somebody with a thought exercise mm. that they don't well, have we to find out like shall we yeah. find out how would where, we find out where, where our going? taxes like, go like yeah, like at the moment what's the proportion i think on my council tax it tells me how much goes to the fire service or something i seem to remember right. you have created if nothing else you've created a really good pub conversation starter mm. or I, I can imagine myself having a conversation like that with my in-laws and going, oh, one of my friends made this thing. What do you think? And it might mm. make it a much easier, much le less emotional way for me to go, yeah, but surely we all want, don't, don't you think we'd all want healthcare? Or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like there's, there's a first step is also counting what's good about what you've already done in the same way that, you know, being grateful for things is it's supposed to be a very good tool of getting you out of a depression counting mm. you know reminding yourself of the good things and maybe 
expanding your list of good things. So mm. not just a well done, you've done lots of hard work or it looks perfect or whatever, but more like what well, I've just I've given you positive feedback yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. might not be what you were thinking. Yeah, the sort of unintended consequences you know, gathering up your unintended positive consequences is kind of a, a I think that's a motivator. Yes. For sure. And for this, Ivanka, I think. So I noticed, Ivanka, that uh, according to the numbers here, that I won this week. Oh, that's because I haven't put in my... Uh... Well, it's too late now. The deadline's gone. So I've won. <laughs> so get off. <laughs> Why haven't you put in? What, I've what got, haven't? I've, I've got my... I reported a dead fox. It oh, had did you? guts hanging out. I thought someone else probably would have, but I, I thought... Let's do a bit of civic duty and I'll do it as well. I accidentally dropped some recycling in the wrong bin and then fished it out, which is gross. Wow. <laughs> That's very good. And I gave myself three for finishing the blank state video and promoting. I've written that I promoted it, but now I'm feeling like... I, I meant that I paid for a Facebook ad, but... And then I also gave myself a point for helping you with your <laughs> trump anniversary thing. Can I have so podcast? Do, do you think I get points for editing the podcast? Probably not. Um, <laughs> what? What? You've got six. What? Yeah. What would you? Um... I haven't done anything. What have I done about my Trump anniversary? I haven't. That's not in there. So you got six on there. I've got seven. So you're just gonna shit on my score again, <laughs> and I'm never gonna get a win. Is that what's happening? Um... Right, how much longer am I gonna put up with this? <laughs> <laughs> so I do think that well I haven't put anything in for my Trump anniversary and I think that deserves at least a three however mm. I'm beginning to not feel you know I think I enjoyed having the ecotricity score being ongoing and the mm. Akosha or however you say it search engine but I don't really feel anymore that those are point worthy <laughs> Uh, so I can take two off. Oh, I know what no. I did. I had mm. I had a burger yesterday, so I could give myself some minuses. Uh, <laughs> I just don't know how to like get it any higher. I think the reason is because I have been in this. You know, all the stuff I'm. I, I did work on done good as well this week, so I could give myself a point, and I also reached out, put that on a programming language Slack, and spoke to a guy in India about maybe helping. So sort of like, I don't. But is that a thing, or is that just? Well, I think it is on our logic. Mm. on our current logic it's like if we believe that this is actually a thing yeah then then everything is then it is yeah but then i worry that someone is gonna be like well what i could just save anything well of course that's gonna be everyone's answer but i wouldn't <laughs> do you know i wouldn't do it so why would they uh i am gonna put that on the 17th i had a chicken burger <laughs> i give myself minus one for chicken burger anyway listen guys done good app it's there I even made a thing so it doesn't get all spammed up if loads of people sort of click on it but haven't necessarily got started. There's a checkbox now if you're ready to go 
if you mm. are actually ready, you tick the checkbox and then you got to get involved. But I know it's Ian's like immediately dropped off and I think probably because he hasn't got a podcast with us. So um, <laughs> I, I need to probably sort out the email so I can spam people a bit more at the end of the week. Oh, you got this many points. You got no points. Um, yeah. I could just arrange to talk to him once a week and go, Ian, what have you done? <laughs> Is that scalable to the... Uh... <laughs> Don't think so. Anyway, I gave myself a minus one. But I gave myself three for trump anniversary. Yeah. Um, so I've still beat you. Well, I'm going to give myself another one for Dungood. Do you Dungood? We both had a big week, so... I mean, we've got, like, a, at the moment, we've kept it as a very general done good. So, you know, I did give myself a point for writing a letter of condolence and posting it. Yeah, I think that's good. But, yeah. It was... all, if this is a positive, it's a positive, you know. Well, there you go. Um, if you give yourself a point anyway. for done good, then we're, sc- we're draw. <laughs> OK, fine. Uh, maybe, at least I'm, like... <sighs> More or less matching you. <laughs> well, you're doing. We, we need to push above those. Push above an eight. We need to be. Do you know what? Maybe jointly we should aim. Maybe that's what we could do next week. Like we mm-hmm. each of us is aiming for ten. Well, what can we do together that we both get points for? Why is this a zero sum game? Maybe actually, what would be more fun? We've tried the competition. Maybe we uh, focus on the combined number. We've got f- combined ninety nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the competition's important, but I just but maybe there's like teams and we're competing with another team or something. Like someone said, there could be like different leagues or you know. Yeah. Sticking with it anyway. That's dunga.app, Everyone, come and come and have a click. And if please, the more people, more of us that are consciously trying to do better in our lives, the better everyone's going to be. So if you listen to Ivanka's monologue and thought, right, what am I doing? Why not use this tool as a motivator to Mm. keep thinking about it? Yes, do that. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, come to grandpodcast.com. Uh, you can email us, hello at grandpodcast.com. Where can people find you, Ivanka? People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. And you can find me at michaelforestmusic.com. And Michael makes all the music, which is excellent. Thank you. Come and look at blankstate.org. Come and look at dunga.app. And otherwise, let's have some reviews. Let's have some shares. Let's have some that sort of thing, if you can. Definitely. That would be very useful and very kind. You could definitely mm. give yourself a point in dungood.app if you do us a review. <laughs> yeah, like if you're doing something for us. Does that mean anyone that ever reviews stuff by someone online should get a point? No. Just us. <laughs> Just us. Because we have a kind of like, because part of that is that it's expanding something that is positive in the world. And also helping us to maintain our enthusiasm. Yeah, it'd be nice to get some love. I, it's the, the podcast thing is awkward because there's no like button there's no there's no sort of direct engagement really we can't even sort of particularly see how many people listened or how far they got through it or like any we, we don't have much information about if you don't sort of actually email or tweet us about it you know we just don't really feel it so you know any love you can send our way I know I'd appreciate it is all I want to say it would be great So thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Bye.